guys. Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Uh, this is show number six out of seven that we're doing today of the open studio sessions. Um, I, I mean, like these shows, I was just explaining to our guest just now about how I I love, I, th- I, th- I thrive for these uh, because they're fantastic uh, ways of, of um, spending a whole day speaking to brilliant people from across the county, all around the world, right? Because the OSS is open to anybody. But by the end of it, I kind of need a little bit of help from my, my co-hosts, which is great. Uh, so I have brought uh, a co-host with me that's got a, a mouthful of cake right now. Typical Jules. Um, <laughs> all right, Jules, you can you can knock once on the microphone if you want, if you're okay, or knock twice if you're not. <laughs> It's fine. It's flapjack, so it's melted quite nicely. <laughs> oh, brilliant! <laughs> and today we're joined by uh, Amy Hughes, um, who is from Rainbows and, and Apron Strings, uh, which is a, a fantastic bakery. I've uh, we were just talking about the Instagram before we hit record. Uh, if you, uh, oh, these cakes are fantastic. They're brilliant. Mm-hmm. They look beautiful. Uh, Amy, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you very much for having me. It's nice to be here. Yeah, well, we're here to talk about uh, your business and your journey. Um, so how long have you been baking for, Amy? Um, I've probably been baking since I was around seven, uh, obviously oh. with the help of my mum. Yeah, just, you know, simple little things when you're that sort of age, like fairy cakes and things like that. And then, yeah, as I've got older, progressed to different different things and then, yeah, actual that's really nice. Uh, we spoke to Legina Leal, who came on the show. Um, she sells um, uh, spices and things for curries. She's amazing. She does cookery class, classes and everything. And she was, we were talking about the, the one of the essences of, 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 of family should be that experience in the kitchen, cooking things together mm. and, and, and taking part in the meal experience. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I could agree with that, yeah. Yeah, because um, for Mother's Day um me and timmy put together this this cool box of things that uh, all handpicked by timmy he's he's six and um one of the things he picked was a shimmer and shine little fairy cake uh thing from sainsbury's and he's like i want to make cu- i want to make cakes with mommy or mama and i was like that's so beautiful he cherishes that experience you know and, and look mm. what it's done for you it's kind of helped you develop yeah skills, definitely yeah. How, was, how long have you had your business up and running then, Amy? Officially. So, officially, I started in um, September. So Last year? This, yeah, yeah, September ah. last year, so it's relatively new. Uh, because my previous job, they well, it closed due to COVID, so I was kind of a bit yeah. of a, what am I going to do? Um, so... Yeah, I decided to take the plunge and I've been thinking about it for quite a while. Mm. People have asked me to make cake, or, you know, how could they do this? Could I do that for them? And if ever there was a party or anything, I always got asked to bring a pudding or whatever, which I don't mind asking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I kind of took the plunge in September. So yeah. So you were one of these people when, like, you know, like family and friends know that you're, you know, you, you knock out some really awesome <laughs> cakes and it's like, Amy will make us a cake or and you yeah, just sort of did it that way before. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely been, oh, we'll see if we can get Amy to do that. Or oh, watch like my sister is always sending me um like reels off Instagram and she's like, Oh, can you do this for my birthday cake? Or oh, can you do that for my birthday cake? Or oh, what about this? What about that? Which is kind of cool. I do like, I do like it, but she does mm-hmm. sometimes her ideas are quite difficult to pull off. <laughs> 
I've seen some of the stuff. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, was, I was I was muted there because I was, I, it's a little bit of an experiment whilst doing the show because obviously uh, strapped for time and stuff. But I was showing my little boy just then. He's just like he heard his name being mentioned. He's like, "Did you tell him about Shimmer and Shine?" I was like, "Yeah." Uh, so I was showing him your pictures on Instagram, and he was fully impressed. He saw the Cookie Monster thing you got there, and he was just like, "Wow." <laughs> Um, and, and no one, no one eats Rocky Road like like Timmy there. When we used to, <laughs> every time we go to, there used to be a play part, a play a soft play area in the prison, in Shrewsbury, in Shrewsbury Prison, not in just any prison. I'm, you know what I mean, guys? You know what I mean? All I know right? what you mean. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, every every time, if Eve uh, was listening to us now, she'd agree. Every time he, she used to serve the cafe, uh, he'd ask for Rocky Road. So he saw your rocky road and he nearly died inside. So, yeah. <laughs> looks great. so favorite that one. It goes down quite well. Yeah. Uh, I think rocky roads. This is simple things are what really go down well with people. Um, if you if you do it well, I think it's important to get the basics right, and then you can go do anything really. I think. Yeah, and stuff she like says. that tastes nice as well, isn't it? So you know it's. It is a firm favourite because it's chocolate and it's mm. marshmallows and it's who's what's not to like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love I love discussing when an idea becomes a business and mm. a company because um, we've just spoken to Sarah Meredith from from Life of Riley. Um, she was talking about how she made these 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 treats for a dog who had food intolerances, and that suddenly. Everybody wanted to know about it. Everybody wanted to to hear about what she'd made, and it became a business. Similar to a few businesses, uh, Masks by Amy. Uh, she started making masks. People wanted masks. She made them. She sold them. It became a business. What was it like for you um, becoming a business, and, and what was the process like? Um, it was back sort of um, a V day, I think, um, when my friends sort of said, "Oh, someone I know is." Um, doing afternoon tea but it's over in Church Stretton I wanted to get one for my grandparents and yeah. she said oh is that something that you could do um, so I sort of said oh yeah I could give it a go and then that's when I sort of thought about um, making it into more of a more of a business really was after after that so yeah it worked quite well. It's a word of mouth thing isn't it you know people talk about these things you know we, we talk about social media we talk about marketing and you know i'm going to be spending money on marketing soon uh, it's very important but at the same time the biscuit as a show as an entity as a thing has grown because people have talked about it hey i've got this this podcast to listen to i've got this that, you know i haven't had to do much in way of sort of pushing this show because mm. people just mm. love talking about the things that they enjoy right it's a bit of a lag i think on the uh on the day. it's fine it's fine you know you can catch it up, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Amy, can you hear us? I can now. I don't quite know what happened then. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. Uh, we Interestingly, have you ever made Shrewsbury biscuits? Yes, I have actually. Have you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, where where I used to work, we they were quite popular. We used to make them, um, which they always went down well. So mm. yeah. Yeah. I have this idea um, when I was in the flotation tank in in, uh, in Shropshire floats <laughs> last week. I had this idea of um, making a coffee shop come studio, and uh, if that ever happens, we'll have to we'll have to sell. Sh- ah. it'd, be, it'd be a crime not to sell Shrewsbury biscuits with the Shrewsbury. Yeah, biscuit it would be, on. wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, um, looking, looking at some of your creations, 
Um, I'm looking at them via Facebook at the moment. Um, I mean, they are visually, obviously I can't taste one, but visually they are absolutely stunning. And in terms of the detail that's gone into it, I mean, where... Where do you get the, is it, well, not where do you get the skill from, because you're probably just naturally gifted, but did you have to learn or follow a certain way to get some well, of these? When I was little, my mum always made our birthday cakes. So mm. every year she would make something that we wanted. Um, so, for example, I had Forever Friends one year and she made the sofa and she made the little bears. Mm. So sort of growing up, she did things like that for us. So we kind of like just learned it, if that makes sense. I just had a little look at what mum was doing, looking at books and things. And then obviously as time's gone on and the internet is now everyone's friend, um, Mm. I've watched quite a few YouTube tutorials and there's different people that I like um, that are in the similar sort of area to myself that I follow um, on Instagram and things like that, and they do lives and show you how to do things and show you what tools to use. So it's kind of like just a constant um, learning pro process, I guess. Um, mm. Which, yeah, and then you and just um, messing around sounds wrong, but just like messing about with different things and trying different things, see how they look and see what works and what doesn't. So obviously, you don't experimenting. Yeah, experimenting. That's what I was looking for. You like. On Instagram, you, you never really put the things that go wrong and the sort of disasters that you have. Um, not No, there's not that many now, but, um, you know, when you first start doing things, sometimes, you, don't, you know, perhaps you don't fill your cake tin enough and it's a bit flat or whatever. Right. So, yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's all a learning experience. How many times have you got to experiment yeah. doing something new like that before you can feel confident enough to put a price tag on it? Um, I don't know, really. I think if when I look at something, if I look at it and I think oh, I wouldn't buy it or I mm. wouldn't pay for it, then I think that that's probably a sign that it's not good enough to put a price tag on it. But if I think, oh, yeah, I'd be happy to receive that or to purchase that from a, a shop, then, yeah, I could, that's when it's time to be like, yeah, I could sell that. Yeah. Do, do you have like tasters? And I mean, you've probably got your family and your <laughs> sort of friends that are like, we'll taste it for you. We'll tell you if it's yeah, sellable. Um, <laughs> everyone is always quite keen to be a taster or to try something (laughs) um I do go to a market once a month um in Wem which is the little farmer's market it's the second Saturday of every month um so I take one in the car park by the car park isn't it yeah that's the one yeah Yeah. um so I go there and um I would if I could, I would give out samples, but obviously due to COVID at the moment, you can't. Yeah. But hopefully when things are a bit more normal, then I would probably be inclined to give out samples of different things and get people, because it's always nice to have people's feedback. Uh, mm. I don't really like salted caramel, which I know is probably, because it's really popular. I know it's probably like horror, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not really a fan. So um, but it doesn't stop me doing things with salted caramel. I just have to get my, either my brother or my dad to try it and say mm. whether they think it's all right or not. Um, so yeah, it's always nice to get people's feedback, and if it's good, a good flavour or yeah, you know, combination. Is there something that? Um, but I remember speaking to Adam Pennell. Uh, we were talking about shoe pastry. Mm. He's, he was a a, a a competition that had time constraints, right? 
And he's like, I chose to do a shoe pastry burn and it was the worst thing I ever did and I'm never making shoe pastry ever again. <laughs> is there something in the baking world that you just, oh, I just can't stand? I just don't, I'm not doing it, won't ever do it. Is there anything um, like that? I don't, it used to be um, meringue because I had a few failures with meringues. But during this sort of lockdown, I kind of like took time to to do things and try different things and, and actually they've come out all right now <laughs> they've, they've, they, I, they've come out quite well now again with the shoe pastry I, that was similar I was like no I'm not doing it I can't I can't do it but actually now I'm quite good at eclairs <laughs> quite well now so I think sometimes it's very frustrating if something doesn't work I tend yeah. to be a bit cautious um with different recipes or new things because I always think oh well if it doesn't work I get really cross if it doesn't work mm. uh with myself really because I think oh why you know why how have you managed to mess that up sort of thing um yeah it's, it's all trial and error really yeah have you have you ever thought about um like because I mean obviously baking's massive isn't it and yeah and it's you know the amount of different bakers that are in and around town um, but uh, is there ever was there ever been a moment in time where you think, do you know what I fancy going on Great British Bake Off? <laughs> I'm not convinced that I would cope with the pressure, uh-huh. um, and I don't. I, this is going to sound really horrible. I don't have anything against Paul Hollywood, but I really hate the way <laughs> that he just. I really, really hate the way that he just like hacks their cakes. Like when he cuts it, I just, it really like pains me that he just like chops a really wonky piece off. He doesn't cut it nicely. I'm sure it's like, I'm sure it's just for the telly, but it really frustrates me because I think I'll just spend all that time and then he just cuts it with no care, which I don't know. I think I would struggle. That's interesting. I'd I'd struggle with that. I struggle with that though, because even, even if I could bake, right. Which is by the way, uh, my dad and my stepmom, they've been baking for decades right so for me to not be a baker is sacrilege but anyway even if i could and i was on that show i i, I imagine it gets quite nasty and, and you know uh i'd just be so protective oh sadra get your hands off me ganache like oh, i could see you yeah. i could see you there like <laughs> I, yeah i i kind of hope that it doesn't get nasty but i do know what you mean it would be because it is a competition isn't it yeah ultimately do, yeah i think that sometimes as well i feel like my bakes wouldn't be as out there as perhaps mm. some other people's I'm not yeah. overly you know like when they mix all different flavors I'm not overly yeah. adventurous with the flavoring I like to do things that I know work and yeah, yeah I don't I feel like I'd probably get booted off for not being too adventurous <laughs> <laughs> I mean you're 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 you're, you're, you're my friend actually Sorry, sorry, no, no. I was just going to say your product looks fantastic. No. Anyway, if it, yeah, like, I feel like a lot of the stuff that you put on on your social media is probably worthy of winning Bake Off anyway because it looks fantastic. Yeah, I would say that. Looking yeah, at yeah. some of these, uh, but uh, my friend did actually try and sign me up for it because they knew that I'd never do it myself. But at the time, I worked in a bakery and um, so I couldn't actually sign it, which I was quite thankful for because I thought, yeah, I don't think I would be able to do it. I think the pressure would be. I think I'd be okay if I knew what I was doing. Like when they do all the things and the showstoppers, it would be the yeah. like the blind bit when they get the technical. I think I would just the, just go to pot, even though I probably knew how to do it. I think I'd probably just 
it'd all go out of your mind the pressure of the tent yeah like you say it's just thrown at you isn't it and it's like yeah. just do this <laughs> if if uh if, if say you did go on bake off and you're like right make us your signature cake the thing that you oh, know you can make the best what would it be um oh gosh that's a good question um thank you <laughs> if it was sort of if it was a pudding probably like a, a sticky toffee pudding and like the sauce um I, I can do that quite well if it was a cake probably just a victoria sponge like a simple victoria sponge but i decorate it really nicely um and have all nice bits and pieces for it i think because mm. i can do uh, yeah i can do a victoria sponge pretty well <laughs> like that's my is, is that what most of your sort of in terms of your the cake i mean because obviously when you see your cakes you see that you know the yeah. artwork what i call the artwork outside all of your decoration yeah. But are you are you more of a are you a, like a sponge lady or a fruit cake lady or what what's your preference? Um, Julie, don't be so rude to the guests. <laughs> sponge, no, sponge, fruit. sponge cake is probably the one that I do um, the most. I would say a lot of people like a vanilla sponge, mm. um, but a few of them are chocolate. Or I've done like some biscoff flavored ones. I've done yeah. a couple of caramel nice. ones so yeah i've actually just made my best friend is getting married in july um hopefully and yeah. she's asked me to make her cake so i've just made her fruit cake uh she's yeah. having a fruit cake base so i've made that and that will be maturing nicely now so july i'll feed it a couple of times with brandy to make yeah, it nice, nice. And, uh, <laughs> yeah so I, I can do both but a lot of people go down the sponge route yeah of either vanilla or some sort of flavor depending on what what they fancy yeah yeah of course i think i'm gonna feed myself with brandy tonight i'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> i've got this i've got this moral debate going on right because i've been doing i've given up alcohol yeah. for lent but i i feel like this is i don't know why i made this decision to do this because i like to have a few drinks with the guys in the podcast and we've got like a really good guest on tonight when i hype myself up and i'm kind of like i'm probably gonna have a beer tonight so probably going to hell. In Why honesty. not? Why not? I think you can you allow yourself. I, I think you can yeah. allow yourself like one or two and still class it as giving it up. I've done it myself. Giving it up for Lent is very, very difficult. Very, very <laughs> I difficult. Mean, it's not like I've got the shakes, and and this isn't a disrespect to anybody that's got uh, alcohol dependency. By the way, I'm not. This isn't. But like. I, I just think it's boring. It's just boring. I, I like to have a couple of beers. Like one of the best podcasts I ever did was one I did for you, Sock. What's the difference? Very in the, in the early days when we first started, Adam Pinnell, I got absolutely obliterated. And by the end of the podcast, I could barely talk. And Tom Bruno was <laughs> laughing so much at me. We had to do two different versions of the show. One, three Alex getting drunk. And one... With me being drunk because I felt so unprofessional, but you know, it sounds like quite a fun place to be. Actually, it sounds <laughs> quite fun. Well, that's it. That's what's happening tonight. I don't care. Uh, speaking to a, a guy who directed one of the most iconic movies ever, Wrong Turn, and we're going to be speaking to him tonight. And I just want to be like, "Hey, welcome to the show." <laughs> you know. uh, <laughs> Amy, uh, what what would your plans be? 
so let's talk about f- sort of fantasy football. I don't know this this kind of realm where you had the budget to do so. Uh, you could go out there. There are no limitations with COVID. What would you like to do with this business idea of yours? Um, I guess I'd like to actually have a bakery. I guess like a bigger area, um, and maybe perhaps have some staff maybe and um do diff- so you can take on not necessarily more stuff but just different things so i think it's very important to have um people with different skill sets because it would be impossible to do everything to know everything and be good at every single part of it so i think it would be nice to have a bigger premises and yeah maybe some staff so you could do different things I, think. I guess you do everything from home then, yeah? You are... Yeah, so I've got your own a kitchen. Um, kitchen in the garden. So oh. um, it's... Yeah, I'm, I'm in it now, actually. So it's um, like a porter cabin sort of thing um, with an oven and food. It's all kitted out like a kitchen, so I've got all the proper bits and pieces and tins and everything. Um, yeah, so it's in my parents' garden. I'm very lucky that they've let me spoil their garden um, by putting this at the back of it um yeah so is that, that is it because you need like a certain size of you know oven is it no you not, not so much in or not really you can um I could have just done it from our kitchen in the house but I just felt that as it's my parents house yeah. um it's a lot to be doing stuff in like the family kitchen because it takes over everything whereas yeah. in in my little kitchen in the garden if I haven't quite finished something I can just leave it till the next day I could got um, in the background over there, I've got some Easter bits and pieces drying, um, and you haven't got to worry about putting it away. Um, yeah. You can just cover it over and leave it. So it's quite nice to be able to do that. And just yeah, I just suppose, and I suppose the other thing as well is because you are now like a an official business. Yeah, you want to have that and going to work, even if it is only a few steps down the bottom. Of the yeah, garden. it's literally like about ten steps across the drive. <laughs> but yeah, it is quite nice to be out in here um so I work with my mum my mum works with me helping she's very good at the carving the like the shaped cakes that you see she's very good at that um so yeah she works with me so sometimes it's just the two of us in here and the radio we just crack on with what we're doing and then you know you can just turn it all off at the end of night and go into the house and you're not surrounded by it it's just like it's almost like finishing a real work day like leaving the office yeah. so to speak which is nice yeah yeah it gives you that separation doesn't it so yes definitely yeah how are you getting your cakes um because i <laughs> it's not something you could probably just easily put in a cardboard box and send off with royal um, mail or a courier etc <laughs> so, so i either deliver them um sort of locally or people mm-hmm. can collect from us um so it's it's very sort of local localized really um I have actually been trialing um posting brownies um which so far my my trials have um been okay so far because I think they're probably the sturdiest thing you could send um but it doesn't matter if they get a little bit sort of bashed around um So, yeah, that, that's just quite simple. But, yeah, normally you just put the cake sort of, it's obviously on a board, and then it, it does go in a cardboard box, so to speak. Um, and to be fair, if you keep them flat and drive steadily, they'll they'll be all right. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, you do have to just say, keep them, people like to put them on their lap. 
um, <laughs> which is always a bit of a mistake. It's best to just put it in the footwell flat or in the boot. <laughs> well, I've been there what, before. What is local? Wedding cake on my what lap. Is... <laughs> Don't drop the cake. <laughs> yeah, what, what is local? So you say about delivering local, what... How far um, would you sort of travel from where you are? I've been to Telford. Um, mm-hmm. Someone asked if I could deliver to Telford. So I just say yes, but it's a small delivery charge just to cover my petrol, really. Because um, yeah. yeah, so, I'm in Hadnall, so we're not too far from Shrewsbury, Wem, those yeah. sort of places. So, yeah, just sort of just around the area, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, right. I, when we do the VMS, um, uh, we like to ask our guests for those light bulb moments. Eureka, those moments. What was that moment for you when you realised, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to make a business now, otherwise I'm never going to do it? Um, I think actually the lockdown, just not going to work and being really like, oh, what am I going to do? I think it was kind of like, if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? What What are you going to do instead? Because I haven't got a job. And it's like, well, you haven't got a job, so what? you're going to have to look for a job so you might as well just set it up and I think that was the my family were very supportive and sort of give me a bit of a push and were like you can do it um and my brother helped me out very kindly he lent me some money to buy the kitchen um because I didn't have quite have enough so he agreed that he would he would lend me uh, some money mm. which I'm working on paying him back but it's a rather slow process but mm. he's pretty chilled so it's uh yeah. it's not really bad he's pretty chilled about that um yeah so I think it was definitely the, the the sort of lockdown that made me think right do it now yeah a lot of good things have come out of this I think in terms of yeah I think like people getting pants. inspiration hmm. yeah it has been a bit pants in that you haven't been able to do what you were doing before and things like yeah. that but I do think that sometimes well, for me anyway, the, like sorting this out properly has uh, has been a good thing. So yeah, yeah, Phoenix out of the flames, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I really do like yeah. that. But yeah. I think that's. But I think that is so true, though, because you know we spoke to quite a few businesses, Al, haven't we? That lockdown has presented different opportunities to allow people to sort of like diversify and go in different directions. That perhaps they wouldn't have thought of and so yeah. you know it's kept the business alive it's pushed it in a different direction it's meant a different audience so you know and instead of just family and friends obviously getting to see your cakes now the, the whole of sort of a surrounding area of postcodes in and around Shrewsbury and a bit further yeah, it, it, it has been really good I was a bit nervous I wasn't sure if it would take off or if people would even want cake or you know things like that I was kind of a bit like oh will is now the time to do it will people want will people want to buy cake or will they be thinking about other things but no it's been really 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 good I've been a lot busier than I anticipated which is great it yeah it's been really really good that's the bestseller oh sorry sorry, Al (laughs) what's your best seller um when I go to the market and do a market stall, I sort of do all like tray bakes and slices and scones. Mm. Um, so I would probably say chocolate brownie. Um, mm. I try and do like put di- make it different flavors. So put different things in it. So sort of like have mint or chocolate orange or Maltese or things like that. And that always goes down really well, as well as um, fruit scones. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> scones i'm very happy to say scones by the way that's one of the questions i like to ask guests scone or scone 
it's very difficult, isn't it? Because it does always cause a debate. Um, where I used to work, we had them on the menu, and I would just if the when the, someone asked for one, I would see what they said, and then you, so if someone said scone, I would say scone. But if they said scone, I would say scone. <laughs> so Get out of here. <laughs> no. So, are, so are you a Shrewsbury then or a Shrewsbury? Because obviously um, that's a... Shrewsbury? Yes. I, yeah. I... I'm, Scru- I'm Scruggersburg. That's what I am. It's the Scruggersburg. I, I think that's right. That's what uh, Nigel Baker said. He was like, uh, it's actually like Scruggersburg. There's, there's different variations on it. Oh my gosh! Oh, that one—that's <laughs> probably wrong, but uh, I'm just—I'm just—I'm—I'm going on verbatim, and as, my verbatim is like, I can't remember what I did yesterday. Never mind when I spoke to Nigel Baker, the great and powerful Nigel Baker, by the way, he's amazing. Um, yeah, I—I I, I love finding people like you, Amy, because I feel like you're an inspiration to to people. That the, the you've like I did mention hurdle. I got rudely interrupted. I'm joking. <laughs> no, that is the hurdle, though, isn't it? It's like, are people going to buy my products? Like, Jules, yeah. are people mm-hmm. going to let me walk their dogs? Are people yeah. going to listen to my podcast? That is a really hard thing to get over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as well, when sort of I do make cake, obviously it was for friends and family. And I think sometimes you always think, well, they have to say that it's good because they're your friend or they've. I still really struggle and my my sister is quite good at being like oh this is my sister and she makes amazing cakes and I'm like oh shush stop it like <laughs> pack it in because then people are like oh what and I'm like sharp and she's she's like no you need to tell people that you're that you do it and I'm like oh okay yeah. so it's it not is. wrong <laughs> she's very good actually she is very good yeah. sometimes it's like shh but yeah I think it's sort of I think it's in your own mind isn't it you think oh Mm. are they just saying that because she's my sister or my friend so I think it is a bit of a test but then when you see people actually buying your things and saying oh well this is really nice it's always lovely to get nice feedback and and yeah see people enjoying your cakes and things is is good Mm. yeah yeah excellent Um, are there any lessons (laughs) any sort of any I hate asking this question but I think it's really important right because we don't we don't I don't call them mistakes. I call them lessons. Is there anything that you've learned that maybe uh, you, you you may have done wrong to start off with? Like, oh, okay, we know not to do that anymore. Like those moments where you go, ah, that's where the problem is. You know. Um, I sometimes not. I think, but not believing in yourself is a bit of a mistake sometimes. And you think, oh, if I'd have had a bit more confidence. I might have done it before now. I feel yeah. like if I'd have done it before now, I could have been a little bit further along, do you know, if, mm. if that makes sense. And then all, always when always when you make a mistake with a recipe as well oh. and you've ruined something, <laughs> you've ruined something, I always think, oh, how, like, why is that gone? Like, I do get very annoyed. And I'm probably a little bit harsh on myself, I think, sometimes about when you do make a mistake or you've not, quite done something correctly i think you're 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 your own worst critic um mm. and you could be maybe be a little bit kinder to yourself i think mm. That's, yeah so far i don't feel like i've made any massive errors or mistakes 
I might be speaking too soon now, but I feel like I've sort of been. I feel like I've, tra- I've been trying to like you know learn from things. I did do some cakes for um, somebody else asked me if I could make some cakes, and I feel like I did actually undercharge in the end. I, w- I wasn't quite mm. sure on my pricing, and I think that's always a big a big thing. Is you think, oh, will they pay that for my cake? And then I think, oh, well, actually. I should have charged more because it actually, mm. you know, could have made a bit of a better profit sort of thing. I think that's yeah. that's been a big learning curve for me. It's the um, being confident in your pricing is 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 a bit of a, a learning because yeah, you need to be competitive, obviously. Yeah, so you don't you, want want, you don't want to price yourself out, do you? So no, you you want to be competitive, but you don't want to price. Yeah, you don't want to price yourself out. You want to be competitive, but you don't want to. You don't want to undercut people either, because yeah, then that 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 makes people annoyed if you undercut. So it's mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's trying to just get it right and and learn from it. Yeah. So so when's the next um, WEM market? Are, are they running at the moment? Are they not? Yes, are they? We, we had one. Yeah, we had the first one this year um, last Saturday. I think that's right. right. Yeah. So then the next one, I believe, is the 10th. I hope that's a Saturday now I've said it. The 10th, yeah, it of, April, yeah, the 10th of April is the next one. So that it's really nice to be there and um, see people. And, yeah, just it's it's quite small. There's only, like, seven of us in the little square. But mm. it's everyone's local. Everyone's really friendly. And then, obviously, people come and buy things. And it's, they're always very lovely and... It's nice to be out in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Getting your products out there and promoting your business, really, which is good. Yeah. I I wish I had the gift of the gab, really, when it comes to. I I know I can talk to people. This is what I do. Yeah. And I I see your podcast. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have. I don't have that thing where I can go up to a stranger and be like, "Hey, welcome. This is the shoes and biscuit." No. I can't. I can't do that on the street, right? You've seen. You've seen me yeah, with a, a microphone. Mm. I kind of sort of. I, I I kind of implode a little bit. I'm kind of like, uh. you know, I, I can't do it. Um, I wish I had that. I wish I could climb to the top of a plinth and just be like. People, <laughs> it's, it's very difficult. I think I think it is difficult to talk to people. I'm not the best at it. As I said, my sister Abby, she is far more outgoing than I am, and she will, she'll sort of like start you off. She'll like push you towards talking to people. She'll be like, oh, and then it's not so bad. So I'm not the best at talking to people that I don't know, but I do. I've, I feel like I've got better at it, but it's yeah, it's hard. I don't think I'd be very good you know when you see like it's a bit stereotypical but you know like when they do the markets and they've got people shouting like roll up come and get you like that tends to be the butchers doesn't it that do that <laughs> they got look what 20 pounds of kilo, 20 kilos of meat. um there's a lady in uh, in bridge north um she, she's on the market and i think she sells it's i think it's fruit and veg and uh, she was shouting about the strawberries and she was just so enthusiastic. And I just thought, I wish I could do that. <laughs> and it was, it was great because people were going and they knew that she was there. So it was great. It was really working. But yeah, I'm not very good at things, things like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I'm all right from a distance. I bet I could do that. In fact, I know I could. I used to be a bingo caller. Yeah. I used to do things like yeah. that. I can, did I've you? been on stage. Yes, I did. <laughs> didn't know that. 
Well, now you do. Um, <laughs> I've done, I, I could do things in front of people on stage when people are far away, you know, but when people come mm. to me and they're like, yeah, what's this you're talking about? I'd be like, um, yeah, there's this. Uh, <laughs> I think you do kind of get used to it. I think being at the market. So I sort of started the market, I think it was uh, maybe last July, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to start with, I was a little bit quiet, a little bit, but now because it's people that come regularly as well, I do think mm. you, you know, you build up a bit of a rapport and you sort of like have a bit of a chat to them. And yeah, it's at the end of the day, you've got to be enthusiastic about what you're selling, otherwise, mm. people won't buy it. So you kind of have to yeah, be like, oh, this is my chocolate brownie and this is what we've done. And things like, I think that's the to try and get it across. This think, is the is thing the I'm having to learn with the biscuit at the moment because. Uh, we are asking for sponsors at the moment, uh, and I am having to put prices on things, which I've never had to do before. That wasn't yeah. the goal of doing this, but it needs to happen to keep us sustainable, right? And I'm like, I feel guilty about asking people for money, but then uh, I've had explained to me just this week that people want to be part of things like what we're doing. People want to buy your yeah. cakes, and they will pay the price uh, because you... that, there's a price for everything. So you, you've got to accept that money. That, mm. that, for me, is a guilt thing, a crazy weird guilt thing that's going on there with me at the moment that I need to get over. It's it's a weird thing, right? I think you do, you do sort of get better at it. I think part of what's helped me is um, I was part of Young Farmers, and um, uh-huh. we had to – every year we did a float for the – um Shropshire show it used to be the West Mid show and um we always had to write to people and ask for sponsorship so I think that that has sort of put me instead for Mm. speaking with people and liaising with people and saying oh can we do this can we do that would you be interested in this so I think that how that has helped a lot and I also uh, took part in some of the speaking competitions like debating and after dinner speaking which I think has helped um yeah, when I first started, when I was like 16, I never spoke to anyone. I just sort of sat in the corner. Um, but doing the competitions and speaking, I think, has uh, definitely given me a little bit more confidence to uh, speak to people that you don't know and, mm. yeah, ask for things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Yeah, I think it's a good a good thing. Mm. If you don't ask, you don't get it, basically. So, that you is know. the thing. You've got, you've got to try and keep that in mind. And I think sometimes yeah. it's how you ask as well, isn't it? And, mm. you know, if you can put it in a way that makes it good for both of you I think that's it that that usually works as well so yeah yeah Yeah. I I feel like I feel like everything you do as far as what's the best way to put it Uh, I'm a podcaster uh, Jules likes to walk dogs yeah you like to make cakes, uh, you know, whatever it is that you're passionate about. There you go. If you want to, if you want to put a price on that, you've got to overcome mm. so many, so many obstacles before you can be ready to do it. Okay. Because I've had to learn so much, right? Cause uh, this is what I do. I sit behind a microphone and I talk and I'm, I tend to be all right with it. And all the biscuits are they're great at it. I had to learn how to edit, how to be a, a graphic designer, how to market, how to do this, that, and you ever how to schedule, how to sweet talk people into coming on my show and stuff. Um, but then yeah. this, this new hurdle that I'm coming across now, this is uh, therapy with Alex Whiteley, by the way, um, is um, <laughs> <laughs> is putting a price on what we're doing. And, and that is a difficult thing for me to do. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like you've, you've gotten up on me there because uh, you've, you've got a great product uh, and you're already doing really well by the looks of it. So, you know, thanks for inspiring me. There you go. Oh, well, thank you. That is great. It's been, yeah, it's good. Uh, you just got to keep trying. 
what does the future look like outside of uh, COVID for you, Amy? Um, hopefully, um, well, when there's no, not so much COVID and we can do things, hopefully um, we'll be able to, I really enjoy doing sort of like fairs and stalls and things like that. So hopefully we'll be able to get back to that and get back to seeing people and communicating with customers. But I do really enjoy things like that. And I, I've been doing a lot of afternoon teas as well. Um, mm. I did quite a few for Mother's Day, which was good. I, I really do enjoy doing things like that. So hopefully, you know, after COVID, we'll be able to get back to that. And I'm not, I'm not really sure. Otherwise, I don't really know. Well, I'd the like food to festival, think. isn't it? Because the food festival's been pushed right back to, I think it's, I want to say the end of September, but I don't think it's that far back. But it's certainly yeah. the latter end. Eventually, I think I would like to. It would be a real. I feel like a goal would be to perhaps have a stall at a food festival of some yeah. kind um, and just be like, yeah, this is, my, this is my stuff. This is my product. Like that would be really cool. So I do, I do like going around food festivals and seeing how other people display things. And because at the end of the day, I'm a baker. I like to bake. I'm not really very good at displaying things. Um, like the social media stuff is all done by, Abby um she's just taken total charge of that so I literally just take the photos and then she comes up with all the content she's really really good uh, because it's not something that I'm particularly great at and I think that when you are doing things like this if someone is good at it and is offering to help you if, if they have a skill that you don't have um if they're offering to help you I think it's important to accept help um definitely because otherwise I think you just drive yourself insane because you wouldn't be happy with it Whereas like mm. what when Abby does all the Instagram and Facebook, it always looks great. She she usually runs it by me. Um, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, post whatever, I don't mind. Um and I think it's really important because otherwise I think I'd just be really disappointed with it because I'm just not very good at that. Whereas Abby would say she isn't that great at baking. So it kind of like works for us to to work together and that takes the pressure off you doesn't it because you're using the strengths of other people to allow yeah. you to yeah. produce what you're excellent at which is you know bringing out these cakes yeah, yeah. so you know and you you probably could do without the stress of then having to worry about oh and then how do I make it all look like this yeah it's, <laughs> yeah definitely it's really nice to have someone else to do that I'm really lucky that Abby does that for me so mm. yeah it's, it's good it's really good to to do that well, so where can people find you then in terms of, I know you've got obviously yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Um, yeah, I, I really just Facebook and Instagram is mainly where we are. I don't have a website. It's something I am thinking about, but I don't feel like I'm quite there yet for a website. Um, yeah. And then we're, I'm at the market uh, in Wem on the second Saturday of the month. Uh, we're normally there from nine o'clock. Um, mm -hmm. And that's, sort of it at the moment really I'm yeah that's that's kind and, of where we're actually at. say about the market are you there until your products sold out or uh, well the market is like well it starts officially at nine but people are usually milling around about half eight um mm. and then it finishes around 12 so oh, if okay. there's still if there's still loads of people milling around we sort of like stay on um but if uh it's not like this weekend just gone it was very very windy and very very cold mm -hmm. and um, by half 11 everyone had really gone so we kind of just sort of packed up um, but yeah we're, we're sort of there um, and then if I 
I didn't have anything left over this time. Well, I did, but my friend bought everything I had left. She was like, oh, I want some cake. What have you got left? I told her <laughs> what I got left. Expecting her to just say, like, oh, I'll have three pieces of flapjack. She actually bought 14 slices of tray bake. She's like, I'll have the lot. So, um, yeah, that was quite good because I didn't have anything left. But if when I do it normally and if I do have things left, I put it on my social media and we sell them in boxes, like whatever's left in boxes of six. And yeah. people can either come and collect them that day or I'll deliver them on the Sunday or they can collect. So something, it's it's good. Nothing really goes to waste, um, which is great. Um, so, yeah, if I have stuff left, I, I do try and sell it after. Excellent. Yeah. Good. That was Abby's idea. <laughs> good stuff. Good partnership. Good. It's good to have a cheerleader at the side, somebody yes. that will help you out. Um, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, look, guys, uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Amy, for this, by the way. It's been really nice speaking to you. I know you're a little bit nervous, but I think right. you did really, really well today. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been very good. Thank you so much. No, it's been really good. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to tell you guys about our website. If you've listened to all these uh, podcasts, one after the other, there goes my uh, my telecom. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're probably like, well, they should have about this podcast. No, I won't. Here it is. It's the shrewsbyriskypodcast.co.uk, <laughs> and that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. And check out all of our episodes. Um, you can um, learn about us. Uh, you can get in contact with us from the website. Um, it's fantastic. If you need one, they will sort you up. Web Orchard are amazing. Um, and we're looking at making some changes to that website as well because I'm feeling like maybe I could write some vloggy stuff uh maybe we could throw in some sexy new features on the website so i'm meeting up with pete next week and we're going to do those changes uh, <laughs> and uh yeah thank you very much amy for this it's been really nice talking to you thank you amy yeah. thank you very very much for having me it's been really really cool i've really enjoyed it it's been really good so thank Excellent. you all right guys we'll catch you next Thanks. time peace out <laughs> <laughs>